This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, I speak with Troy Dean, a SaaS entrepreneur, and I ask him, would you sell to WP Engine for a million bucks? Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. You're gonna love our guest today. Her name is Liz Picarazzi, and she's a marketer who developed custom loyalty programs for a living. She found herself thinking about how the home services industry and handyman business in particular could improve their customer experience. And look, Liz really personifies her company's target customer, which I love. She spent the last decade juggling a corporate job, motherhood, and marriage, leaving very little time to maintain and improve her family's biggest investment, their home. As the list of home chores on the refrigerator grew, so did the idea for a business that would help busy households check items off their lists. Liz, are you ready to take us to the top? I am, Nathan. Glad to be here. Okay, let's do it. This should be fun. So first things first, the name of the business is called ChecklistHomeServices.com. And what year did you start it in? I am going to be four years old this November 30th. Okay. I started in 2011. Congratulations. That's exciting. So 2011 was the start date. And why did, again, I just in the bio gave a little overview as to why you started it, but you might have a different take. Why did you start the business? So I started the business because um, I was a consumer of home services. Um, doing a lot of the handiwork and the home improvements around my, my house. And in the situations when I needed to hire an outside contractor to come and help, in really all cases, I was either disappointed or underwhelmed and recognized a gap in the marketplace for professionally run handyman services. So, um, you know, it's in the trades, customer experience is not really a term that's used, but in the world that I was in, that's what I was focused on. So I really thought, well, what if I marry up my expertise in customer marketing and customer creating great customer experiences with the trades that tend to lack in those areas to create a, a business that New Yorkers really need a service for handyman um handymen, um, uh, electricians, carpenters, and so forth. Well, you know, the idea that customer service could be a differentiating point in, a, in these kind of older industries was articulated, I think, really well in episode 74, Liz. We had a guy named Ryan Farley on, and he quit a six-figure salary at Citigroup uh, and built a lawn care company. Uh, they raised over six million bucks in funding, but he was wanting to bring customer service back into lawn care. I love how you're thinking about this in terms of the handyman space. So walk me through how it actually works. I am in New York. I need my sink replaced. How do I use your service and what do I pay you? So um, most likely you're going to find us through a Google search or through Yelp, maybe through Angie's list. 
um, you'll come onto our website and we have front and center um, a quote request form, which is essentially a, a really nice um, interactive web form that goes through every room of your house and you can create your own honey-do list, which then gets submitted. <laughs> so with the case of replacing a sink, you know, someone could either submit it through that form or they could give us a call or send us an email. We also have web chat enabled. Um, and then we try to do a virtual estimate, um, find out what type of sink it is, what type of space it's going into. If an estimate needed is neat, if an estimate is needed on site, we'll try to do that. Or sometimes we even do that virtually. Um, and then we estimate how long it's going to take and we send the client a, a form and um, a quote. And that's that's where it all starts. So let's get a size of maybe scale just a bit. So in an hour, let's say in October last month, how many total jobs did you and the business complete? So we completed 65 jobs wow. in of October. And is the business just you or do you have a team? I have a wonderful team. So I have, uh, I have handymen who are on staff. I don't 1099. I don't outsource. I'm creating real local Brooklyn jobs um, for very talented craftsmen. Um, and they're my team that goes out and does the work. And what do you, I mean, give me your number one checklist thing that people have you knocking off. So like, is, I, is it an installation or a repair or? Yeah. So it's it typically, you know, we do TV mounts, we do air conditioner installs, furniture, installations, assembly, painting, caulking and grouting is something very um, common. Okay. Because we all very easily, even if we're clean, get mold in our showers and tubs. Um, and that needs to be periodically replaced. So it's those things that, you know, for me are very simple to change, like changing a bead of caulk that for many people are very difficult. And me, maybe it's not even difficult for them, but they just don't have the time. So they'll bring in us and we'll do it. And we may change some light bulbs along the way. We may do some touch up painting. Um, and those are the types of things I call it honey do list, but we also do light home improvement. So if someone needs custom shelving or, you know, a whole whole home completely repainted, we can do that too. And so what is the average job that you place? What is the average total cost of that before you're paying a handyman or buying supplies or things like that? So we um, offer our services in four hour half day increments. So the handyman for a half day in Brooklyn and Queens is 395. The half day in Manhattan is 500. And then our most common service purchased is the handyman for a day which in Brooklyn and Queens is $5.95 and in Manhattan is $7.25. Okay, got it. So uh, instead of going into each one of those things, what, what, would, what would you say the average was in, in the jobs you completed in October? What, maybe about 550 bucks or something like that? I would say it's a little bit less. The handyman for a half day is very popular. So about $400. Okay, okay about 400 bucks. And and then let's go in. I'm interested in kind of how you do this, especially because you actually are building, you have real jobs, you're creating real employees. They're not like 1099 people. Of an average, let's call it a $400 job, what then gets paid out to the handyman? Um, so the handyman gets paid, um, we, we benchmarked against um, other craftsmen in the field. 
Um, and they get paid anywhere from 15 to $35 an hour, depending on their level of experience and the level of responsibility they take in the job. So we have both handyman roles and assistant handyman roles. Okay. So on a $400 job, which is four hours, half day, let's assume it's the most 35 bucks an hour. You're paying maybe somewhere around 120 bucks for the handyman. Yes. Okay. And then what about like typically supplies? Like, do you have to buy the, all the caulk? Is that included in the 400? No, supplies are additional, and that is a little bit of a revenue stream for us because we we mark up supplies by 25%. I see. Okay. What percentage, again, uh, of your revenue comes through the markup on supplies versus the actual hourly service that you're charging for? I would say very small, maybe 4 to 5% of our revenue. Oh, is the supplies? Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. So... 400 minus 120 for the handyman. What other costs are associated with this that most people wouldn't expect? That's a very good question because if someone had told me that before I started the business, I probably would have run home screaming <laughs> that in the, in the dark, in the fetal position, um, which is actually what I do just about every time I meet with an insurance agent. or a lawyer. So, um, Having said that, I do love what I do, but in order to run a truly professional um, handyman service or any home service for the, for that matter, you need to be licensed. You need to be insured. Um, I pay workers compensation, which is 20% of payroll. Wow. Uh, so 20 cents on every dollar goes straight to workers, workers compensation. On every dollar, like on every $35 an hour you pay. Yes. Okay. So 20% goes in and we have been lucky never to have a workers comp claim, but it does sometimes kill me to think how much I've paid in and, and never have had a, a claim. So we have, let's go start from the top again, $400 average job, 120 to pay the handyman, 20% of that going to workers comp, which is 25 bucks. What other costs like that do you have? So our liability insurance, um, which is probably about five to 6%. Okay. Um, our rent is part of our overhead. We have, um, our operation in, uh, a loft space in the Navy yard. Um, I have two full-time office staff. Um, one of whom is, uh, our office manager. Um, so those are physically there, right? Not digital. They're, yeah. They're physically there. They're on payroll, um, real employees. Um, so those are big costs, um, rent, and then just kind of all the other stuff to run a business, whether it be computers, telecom, and so forth. Miss, that's in the miscellaneous line item on the GNL, right? Yes. So on an average $400 job, let's just go all the way to the bottom line. About how much are you making, would you say, in profit per $400 job? Yep. So per $400 job, it's, it's let me think how to best explain this. It's sometimes hard for me to do because I almost always reinvest profit into the business. So my kind of profit is a little bit distorted, but uh, I would say that net profit on a $400 job would be about 60 to $75. Okay. And when you say that you're reinvesting back in the business, does that mean in things like AdWords? Um, I'm actually, I've launched a second business, um, which is related to checklist. Um, and it's a, this is the city bin. Yes, City Bin. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, we've reinvested to do all of the prototyping and the development and purchasing of the equipment. I'm scared to ask this question because City Bin looks like it's way more complex than checklist services. You're dealing with like 
physical objects. How much are you in so far in Citibin? How much have you invested so far? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, part of it is lost my own lost salary from it. Um, legal marketing. More or less than fifty thousand. I would say a little bit more, probably about more. 60 to 75,000. And just so people have perspective, Liz, because what you've done, I think really isn't going to be inspiring to moms that are listeners, to smart business women that are listeners who are also trying to manage a family. You left a job at American Express, right? Yes. And what was your salary there? What were you giving up when you left? Um, I was, you know, I was into the six figures. Yep. So big opportunity cost, jumping into doing your own thing, but it was just such a pain point for you. It made a lot of sense. Yes. I love that. Well, Liz, people are going to want to follow you online. Where can they do that personally? So um, on Twitter, our handle is Checklist NYC. Our Facebook is also the same, Checklist NYC. And even better, if you visit our website at checklistnyc.com, you'll get to see our great portfolio, um, interviews with some of our handymen, um, and, and check out our great quote request form. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Tribe, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Liz, that's you on the side of the truck, right? Pointing to that checklist. That's me. <laughs> I love it. Well, Liz, again, I'll link to all that stuff in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top one, four, six and top tribe. We are investing a lot in getting quality show notes out. They're time stamped. It's really, really amazing. So go check those out. Nathanlatka.com forward slash the top one, four, six. Liz, my heart is pounding. I don't know if you can hear it. We're about to get into my favorite part of the show. You know what's next? I do. What is it? Your top five questions. Famous five. Are you ready? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, Liz. Number one, what's your favorite business book? So my favorite business book is a somewhat, I'm getting the book in front of me here. I love it. Just came out in the fall. It's called Boss Life, Surviving My Own Small Business, written by Paul Downs. He's a former blogger for the business section of the New York Times. And his business is Conference Tables um, out of uh, Pennsylvania. Wow. And what's really unique about this book is he takes you through a whole year in the life of his business, is totally transparent about the numbers, you know, the employee problems he's having, supplier problems, you know, client problems. Um, and, and he's a very unique writer in that he doesn't share what's made him successful as much as what has made him unsuccessful. He's very candid. Um, so I, uh, I think this is an amazing book. I have the book on tape. I've listened to it several times and I recommend it to 
um, all new and existing small businesses. Guys, there's a lot of books just like this one mentioned by all of our guests. One of my favorite, though, is How to Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. When I'm driving or I'm on vacation, I listen to audiobooks using audible.com, and I've worked with them to get a free 30-day trial for you. Just go to audible.com forward slash Nathan and browse over 180,000 audiobooks and audio programs. Just simply download a title like I did with Think and Grow Rich, and you can start listening right in your car right when this episode ends. Audible.com forward slash Nathan. Liz, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Yes. Um, the company that I am fascinated with is called Managed by Q. They're here in New York City. They do cleaning for offices and they also do handyman services. Managed um, by Q. Managed by Q. Their, their co-founders are named um, Saman and Dan. I can't remember their last names, but... They started their business at the same time that I started Checklist. They've scaled much quickly, much, much, much more quickly. And what I find fascinating about them is like Checklist, they chose a W-2 employee model instead of a 1099 subcontractor model. And I think that them and, and Checklist, that we made the correct decision. If you look at all of the litigation against um, 1099 employers, misclassification of workers, um, I've been really impressed with the the team that they've built of the creation of new jobs, promotion of employees from within. Um, so I would say I follow them. I don't have Google Alert set up on many companies, but I do have it set on Managed by Q. There you guys have it. Okay, rapid fire list. Here we go. Is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Yes, it's called Mindfulness Daily. And it prompts me to meditate three times a day. Oh, I love that. Okay. Number four, Liz, yes or no with your kids, your house, managing the business. Yes or no. Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Yes. Last question. Here we go. Liz, take us back to your 20 year old self. What would you tell her? I would tell her to explore what made her happy. Explore what made her happy. And really have an understanding of that so it could be recreated in many other areas of life. Well, guys, there, and Liz, just to be clear, you have two kids, right? I have one. Oh, one kid. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Well, guys, there you have it. From quitting her corporate job to launching her own business in 2011, and just last month in October, doing over 65 jobs at about an average per job price of 400 bucks. Liz, you're also just launched a new business. Thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget... Before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win a hundred bucks every Monday. Guys, there's a lot of books just like this one mentioned by all of our guests. One of my favorite though is How to Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. When I'm driving or I'm on vacation, I listen to audiobooks using audible.com and I've worked with them to get a free 30-day trial for you. Just go to audible.com forward slash Nathan and browse over 180,000 audiobooks and audio programs. Just simply download a title like I did with Think and Grow Rich and you can start listening right in your car right when this episode ends. Audible.com forward slash Nathan. If you guys loved our time with Liz today, go back and listen to Elijah in yesterday's episode. He's 23, he's an artist, and he sells $6,000 Apple Watch custom-made bands.